Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most cowardly podcast network. Hello and welcome to Scaredy Boys Small Screen Scares, a mini-series where three cowardly friends discuss horror television. I'm Damien. I'm Sean. And I'm Tom. And for this episode, we're watching The Haunting of Hill House, Episode 1, Stephen Sees a Ghost. The Haunting of Hill House is an American supernatural horror drama television series created and directed by Mike Flanagan, loosely based on the 1959 novel of the same name by Shirley Jackson. The plot alternates between two timelines and follows Hugh and Olivia Crane and their five children, Stephen, Shirley, Theodora, Luke and Eleanor, who in the summer of 1992 move into Hill House to renovate the mansion in order to sell it and build their own house. However, due to unexpected repairs, they have to stay longer and begin to experience increasing paranormal phenomena, resulting in a tragic loss and the family fleeing from the house. 26 years later, the Crane siblings and their estranged father reunite after another tragedy strikes and are forced to confront how their time in Hill House has affected each of them. So to begin with, might as well, I guess, explain what small screen scares are. Namely, as we said, a mini-series where we're going to discuss horror TV, basically. Because we realised while horror movies are tops, horror TV, especially at the moment, is definitely having its time in the sun and will be full sumus out of it. If we're going to continue our education into horror, we need to cover some TV. So. We've got to branch out, mate. You know, if you're doing a, an academic report and you are only citing one source, yeah. you will fail. Right. Yeah. Also, Flan Man. Also, Flan. Flan Man with the plan. Oh, Flan with the plan. Yeah. He's the man. Big time. We can't miss out on that. As much as part of me wanted to, because this... So, bit of history, very quick bit of history mm. is that you boys watched this uh, yeah. Haunting of Hill House quite a while ago. Yeah. And both talked it up as the scariest thing you've seen. Yes. And one of the best things you've seen. Yes. Some of the best television you've yep. seen. Yep. Yep. So, which left me in a real pickle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I finally decided to eat that pickle and yep. watch it myself. <laughs> Delicious. So, that's what I've done. And then I guess it, the, the fun thing for me, at least, is it came around and bit you in the ass because we decided to... To talk about do this mini series, which meant you guys had to watch it for a second time. Yeah, yeah. demo. There are easier ways to kill us. <laughs> yeah, there are. <laughs> there are. Just like shoot me in the face. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's so tricky because like the minute I started watching it again, I was like, oh, this show is so good. Yeah, and then like a scare happened, and I was like, ah, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 
Ah, ten episodes of this. Yeah. So let's let's get one of our normal questions. So these these episodes aren't going to run exactly the same. They're going to be a bit shorter. Um, so let's get one of our questions done for the whole series, which is: Were we scared? Yes. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck yes. That's fucking the sorting hat over Draco's head, Slytherin straight away. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> scared. Yeah. Scared. Scared all the way. Scared in every hate, episode. Hate. Hated having to watch this again. Yeah. Also. One of the best shows I've ever seen. Well, let's dive in. So this first episode, let's talk about how it sets the whole family up, the whole characters up. We start in Hill House. We start with Blue-Eyed Dad, who, by the way, I read his eyes get progressively more grey as the series goes on because he loses part of himself. Part of himself. Jeez. So the blue eyes are fake. They've been put on. He does have weird eyes, young young Huey. (laughs) Yeah. Until about the last part of the show, where his eyes are probably his normal colour. They're greyish, yeah, yeah. Which is his normal oh, color. Elliot from ET. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That blew my fucking dick off when you told me that, by the way, boys. Yeah, it's a wild fact. Because I was like, I know that he was in that alien movie that we watched with Jackson. Mm. Yeah. But like, fucking hell, to know that he is in this and also uh, Bly Manor. Mm. Yep. And I didn't know that that was who he was. Right. Mm-hmm. I think just shows that I am dumb. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, I mean, when when you know, you go, oh yeah, I can see the resemblance. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. But he's also he's been working for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has. I mean, he's yeah. in Gerald's game. Flanman yeah. loves him. Has he? Hell yeah, yeah, he yeah. is. I think the Flanman's always got a plan for this guy. Yeah, <laughs> Flanman has a plan for a lot of actors that he likes to use a lot. Yeah. Love that, and they're good. Yeah, yeah. Katie Siegel gets a run in. I think everything. Carla gets a run in pretty much everything. Yeah, and, and um, honestly, she she does her best work. For the flan man. Yeah. I reckon. She's Gerald's biased. game, she's brilliant. Yep. And this, she's fucking I mean, really good. She's are we gonna fine. are we gonna yeah. be ignoring uh Spy Kids? <laughs> Spy Kids, of course. <laughs> she's fantastic. Right. An entry into the yeah. canon of her. Yeah. yeah, no, she's great in that. No, we won't ignore that. Yeah. Uh so yeah, let's jump into this first episode then. Obviously it's it's gotta do some heavy lifting and setting everything up. Yep. I think it does very well. So well this this first episode is very much Steven's story. I really yep. like uh, a few TV shows sort of do this where the first five episodes is is a different character's story. It's yep. their episode. So this is Steven's episode. Yeah. Who's arguably the least likable of all the siblings. It's, it's a, affirmative. Can I just say it's a tight race, though, between a few of them? Yeah. Well, it was really on a tight race between he and Shirley. Shirley, and yeah. What he does, his actions are worse than Shirley's actions. Yeah. This is the thing about them, though, right? Yeah, I will defend Shirley in a minute. So I, I, yeah. I will defend Steven, I guess. No, I never thought I'd say that because first time around, I was like, man, Shirley... Fucking call you Jets, mate. It's, also, I kind of like... Stephen was maybe, for the first half of the series, the first time I watched it, Steve was my man. I was right. like, yeah, I actually like Stephen. Maybe because he's a writer, I guess. I don't know. But watching it this time, I'm like, you're the closest thing other than the house that this show has to Super a villain. Probably. Right. You're a piece of yeah, shit, yeah. man. This, this is maybe why the show is so great. But it, particularly in this episode, the way you, you meet all of the younger versions, but in mm. particular, the way you meet the older versions and yeah. how they all connect and work into one another is just teased out so wonderfully and yeah. so subtly. Like you learn that all of them don't really pay attention to Nell because right. she rings two people and they hang up and then they can't get a hold of her again. Yeah. And then when they do, it's like, you know, it's whatever. Bastards. Nell's the best. She's the best thing that's ever existed <laughs> on television. Yeah. How dare you treat her so poorly? <laughs> she's the best character in this show. I love it. Like, she's a brilliant actress. Yeah, Country more. Sure. Yeah. yeah. She's the standout, I think. But even just the fact that, like, you don't get a lot of... Inf- Again, there's so much to set up. Hmm. And they use they use the time perfectly. Yeah. In that you learn from, like, two quick conversations or just over the phone between Steve and Cheryl that Steve and Cheryl do not get on. Yeah. yeah. They don't hint at why. 
until a bit later, I think. Mm. Yeah, maybe. It, but you probably find out episode two. Episode through. two, yeah, yeah. Where you find out they don't get on. But like in this episode, you just find out they don't get on. It's a little bit later with like when they, when Theo's they're having a chat. Yeah. Um, and Cheryl's like, oh yeah, Steve rang, and and it's like implied that none of them really get on with Steve. No, no. But also maybe Nell did at some point. Like there's, mm. there's just these nice little. Yeah. You just get enough to be like, oh, what? Why is that the case? Yeah. Like, it's what? clear that Steve is distant in that he right. geographically lives far away from everybody. Yeah. 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 Although except for Nell, which well, you, yeah, Nell you learn at the end of the film. Um, when the dad, when she rings the dad, is like, you're closest to Steve. Go to him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like all these little beats and these lot of wonderful little moments. But then in the back half, when you learn that. Yeah, they don't have anything to do with the dad at all. Right, mm-hmm. right. Because he's just like... Completely estranged. Completely estranged from them. Yeah. And so far, the only thing you've seen of him is him ha- carrying the kids out of the house and yeah. looking out from whatever fucking nightmare is going on in yeah. that opening sequence. Yeah. So that opening sequence where we're in the house, it's night time. Yeah. And honestly, so I watched this maybe at like... I think I started watching it maybe four in the afternoon on yep. a, on a Good. weekday. But too close to night. I had to, I had to close my blinds because the glare was too strong on the TV, so the room quickly became pretty dark. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's the corners. Yeah, the corners of screens. This this show is just threaded with It's weaponized. Yeah, it's we- oh. he's weaponized it with ghosts. Yeah, you never you're never safe. Ones that aren't even necessary for the story. No, like no. there are on a rewatch. I'd noticed too many ghosts. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It really freaked me out. Yeah. I started I looking it. for them, and there's so many in the first. Then you episode, stop. You stop. And then looking. I was like. I'm not looking for any more. Yeah, yeah, you stop. But occasionally one just wash it, like hits you. Yes. And it basically ruins your life. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're never the focus either. Right. They're they're just faces off. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, why? Yeah. Why would you do this, Flan Man? Yeah. He's got a plan again. (laughs) He's got too good of a plan. Plan to kill me. Yeah. So watching that opening sequence, I found like very quickly I was holding my breath. Like already I'm like, this has just started and already I can't breathe. And then obviously there's so many questions early on because you don't really know what's going on. You just know you're terrified and that the family are fleeing. And it's great because already you're with them, that that things are confusing and they have to leave. Where's mum? We can't save her. Like there's so many great questions up front that then you're going to get answered over the course of the series. Yeah. Yep. Really great opener. Yeah. Yep. You get you basically get in that beat, and they do it so well throughout the show, but in particularly in episode one, in just this tiny little chunk, you get knuckle-biting tension, mm. just a jolt of terror, and then just a punch in the face of heart in a space of about 10 minutes. It's yep. a great way to put it. It's, mm. That's the series in a nutshell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's heartbreaking. And what I love too is it gives you these sequences that are clearly – Pieces of a whole. Mm. So, for example, when Steve tries to ring Nell back, yeah, and you just see her run back into a hotel room and she's terrified, mm. and it goes to voicemail, yeah. and he leaves the voicemail, being like, "Nah, Luke's fine. I checked in. He's in rehab still." And you're like, "Right, so Luke's in rehab. Why is why is this yeah. little dorky kid in glasses in rehab? Yeah, what yeah. The fuck happened to him?" Mm-hmm. But like, so you see that, and you're like, "What's Nell running from?" And then you get the beat where she's in the car and she rings the dad, yeah, yeah. and you get him being like, "Where are you?" She's like, "I'm at home." And you realise that, no, she's, she's she's at the house. Yeah. You know, for all the spooks in the first episode, for me, the most frightening part is Nell on the phone mm. and you don't see the house yet. You're locked in on her face, but you see reflected light. The house has woken up. Right. And just the look of terror on her face. This is what I think sometimes horror things don't nail. They spend so much time scaring the audience, but they don't scare the characters. Yeah, yeah. This show does both. It's their reaction. In equal measure. Yeah. She is so scared and I'm scared because I love her. Yeah. And it's it's fucking brutal. To yeah, yeah. And like, yeah. like honestly, like uh, 
character reactions are such you don't realize until you sort of really do clock it. Yeah, they're yeah. so important. Like I remember even watching uh, behind the scenes of The Office. And I think it was the American office and um, Mike Sher, one of the creators, was talking about how that was one of the things they loved about the UK one in that you really hold on the reactions. And the joke works or the awkwardness works because the characters are so awkward over what, you know, Ricky Gervais or uh, Steve Carell has... Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, have yeah. done. <laughs> you just hit Ricky when Gervais I hear Ricky, I think... Yeah, 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 when yeah, I hear yeah. Ricky and awkward, I go, well, Stephen Merchant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And so it plays for awkward, it plays for funny, but it definitely plays for scares. Yes. Scare the characters and you'll scare me 10 times as much. Right. And again, honest. don't have the character. Like, this is where I don't like screams. Don't have that. Her, if she just screamed in that moment, I wouldn't have been that scared. Yeah. It's all in her face. It's written there like a book, and it just makes me so anxious and worried. I'd give her an Emmy Award for that reaction mm. alone. Mm. So maybe I'm not good at giving out acting awards. Yeah. But for <laughs> me, that's pure acting. That's She's great. so good in that moment. Yeah. yeah. There's so many incredible little bits to, like, I think in this episode, you get the flashback where they're trying to get into the the red door room and they can't get a key for it. And then towards the back half of the movie, you have that incredible moment where at 3.03 on the dot, which Mm. is the time that Nell dies. Yes, yeah. All four siblings wake up holding their throats. Yeah, yeah. And Shirley, who we establish has a weird sleep talking thing, which you you hear in the first, literally in that first minute when the dad's doing the rounds to make sure because Nell's woken up because of the bent neck lady and all that kind of stuff he wakes up and he goes for a walk and then checks in on her and you hear her doing that thing so you hear her sit up hold her throat and go Nell's in the red room and then she lies back down and you just are like that's bad because we've seen what it is we've seen what what happens in that room we know what it does it's just like horrible it's horrible yeah and then 
you get the terrifying, heartbreaking bit when Steve comes home mm. and Nell's in that. In he runs into Luke, and you've learnt Luke's a junkie, and then he's stealing Steve's yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But then something weird happens because Steve he's got a camera, he's got an iPad. Steve's like, give me the iPad, you can sell the camera, here's 200 bucks. Mm. And he just hands back the camera and the iPad, takes $200 and walks off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, so what is he... Yeah. And then he, then he's like, you wouldn't get it. Like, it's not, or it's not what you think. Yeah. yeah. So, again, you get a fraction. Yeah. Because none of these fucking people talk to one another. No, yeah. no. And that, yeah. is the, that, is, that is honestly the... The notes I've got here for all the episodes are so many mm. times where I've written, just communicate. Yeah. If the characters <laughs> yeah. in this yeah. show communicated yeah. better, none of their problems would happen. But the problem is... That they can't communicate anymore because of what they've been through, yeah. and it's just the trauma. Of it's, that. Tra- it's trauma. It's trauma. It's yeah. trauma. It's 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 grief. Yeah. It's so many things. Yeah. But yeah, that that little clip of Nell sitting in his kitchen, and he walks in, and he's like, "Oh, I'm glad you're here because the dad yeah. has said Nell will be there." Yeah. So he's just assumed that's what happened. Yeah. Because unlike everyone else in his family, Steve doesn't believe in ghosts. Exactly. Yeah. And I, here's what I like about this episode. Also, so we're following Steve. We see him meet that woman who's had a ghost encounter of her husband. Yep. Um, and so he decides, all right, I'll investigate. This could be an, this could be fodder for another book. And I really love it because throughout that uh, that sequence, one, it's really nice the way he talks about what ghosts are. There's that yep. great monologue how he talks about ghosts can be um, can be trauma, ghosts can be memories. I can't remember all of them, but yep. yeah, he talks about that ghosts basically aren't ghosts. They're all these other things that our brain. And we love it because it really sets up that he's not a believer even though he's been through, but also, yeah, he, we, we do get that he experienced the least out of everybody. Yep. yep. And then as he goes to investigate and he stays in her bed, the, the woman's bed for the night, and then we see something and we think, oh, shit, he's going to see a ghost. The episode's called Stephen Sees a Ghost, only for them to him, to him to turn around and disprove it and logic out what actually happened. Yep. This thing happens outside, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Gives all the, re- the logical reason for why it's happening. And so it's really good because you're like, oh shit, well, maybe Stephen's right. Ghosts aren't real. Yep. Like, who knows? Like, obviously, everyone's a bit broken and damaged and everything like that. All leading up to he sees his yeah. brother, then he goes in and sees Nell. He's talking away at Nell. And then we realize she's the ghost Stephen yep. sees. Mm-hmm. It's, that, it's that terrifying beat where we've seen her at Hill House. So we know there's no way she could be here. Yeah. Like, there's no, it, it, the math doesn't work out. Or we assume she's gone to Hill House. He's told her to go home. But we, but we know we've seen that that awful clip of her dancing through the house yeah. alone. And yeah. We don't know what that is. We don't know why that's happened that way, and just all of the terror on her face and all that kind of stuff leading up to that moment. And then when she, Steve's talking to her and she's just sitting there watching him, mm. and you're like, "There's something not quite right." And then the phone rings, and the dad's like, "She's dead." And the best part about that is you could do that shot where it's a close up on Steve. Mm-hmm. She's dead. He turns around and Nell's there instead. The shot they do is Steve on the phone and you can see her in the background the yeah. entire phone yes. call mm-hmm. yeah. just seated. She does get up and appear suddenly behind yeah. him. But then instead of being like a horrific, like, boo, oh, she's awful. It's mm. just this slow, she decays in front of his eyes as yeah. she opens her mouth and starts to scream at him. And it's a weird scream. It's kind of, it starts soft and builds. Yeah. Like a rattling in her throat. It's really, yep. that scene is frightening. Just by her being there. Yes. Yep. Before you even see her decaying as like a ghost yep. type figure. Because you just know she can't be. It's yep. fucked. The stru- Let's talk just briefly about the structure of this. Mm. So starting with you know, the oldest kid and then working up. And it seems to be that the oldest ones aren't as fucked as the youngest yeah, ones. They yeah. copped it worse. But it's great because you don't have context for Luke. So mm. later we find out. Like, of course, Steve, he says to Steve, you wouldn't understand. And Steve's mm. thing is just like, you're a junkie. Yeah. Of course I understand. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that's our perception of Luke for yep. like the first 
three and a half episodes. Right. And yep, then right. you go, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's fucked. So much more complicated. It's not his fault. <laughs> the thing, there's a, a line that Steve has, and I think it just sums up his character. Mm. He's talking to that woman about her ghost experience. And he's decided to take on her story. Oh, I'm still going to write about it. Yeah, I'll write about it. But he, he, what's, he says, I'll have to take some liberties. I always do. And I always it's like, do, yeah. yeah, that's why most of your family fucking hate you. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you've taken liberties. Yeah. Because, again, it's just the, the way it builds and plays out is that he has chosen to do this in order to deal with what happened to them. Yeah. And he mm. thinks it's the right call. That's- and none of them have made the right decision about how to deal with what happened to no. them. Even the dad has failed. Yes. Yeah. It's just intrinsic to Steve's character, though, the whole way through the series. Yeah. That he'll just present something the way he wants to present it. Not yeah. The, not the real way. Yeah. You see it later with what you know how he deals with his wife. Yeah. How he deals with all his family. And mm. it's just fucked. Even the, even the way he talks to Noah when he rings her yeah. and leaves the voicemail, it's very like, yeah, it looks fine. We checked the name like, you know, you're being like not concerned that Nels tried to ring several times. And also we learn later on in the, in, the, in another episode, which we'll get to when we get to that episode, mm. we learn a pretty cruci- crucial detail about him and Nell that he's just omitted to mention to right. anyone, yeah. um, which is a pretty important bit. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, he just comes at it. Quite pragmatic, which I think makes the Nell bit at the end mm. hit so much harder. Because again, it's not a big scream; it's this slow, decaying, awful noise that she makes. Yep, he's got his dad saying Nell's dead on the phone. Yeah, yeah. He's looking at her, and the looking, and when he drops to the floor and she's gone, mm. he looks terrified, and it feels real. Yeah, yep. because it's it's long, it's lengthy. He can't just be like that's a trick of the light. And it's like, how does a man who has managed to weasel away the fact that he lived in a haunted house, reconcile that, and we learn later how he reconciles it, <laughs> yeah. which is bad. Yeah. But it's a great he's he's actually the perfect character to be the entry point. Yeah. Because yeah. he's the least he's the most skeptical. Great. Yep. Yeah, so great the audience is skeptical. Yes. Nell has the most heart and she's the heart and soul of the show. She's the best character in the show. She's the best actress actor in the show too, I feel. Hmm. The problem is you can't have her be the pivotal character to start with because if- Well, for all those reasons. For all those yeah, reasons. Yeah. yeah. And also the heart. So you build. So she's the last kid that we have a, mm. a centric episode of. Yep. And it's great because by that point, you're halfway through the series and you're, your heart is like 100% into the show. Yeah. And you never thought that would be the case. No. no. When we came into this show, like Tom, I think you and I both watched it probably when it first came out on Netflix, yep. which is yep. maybe three years ago. Hmm. I just thought, this is going to be terrifying. My girlfriend wanted to watch it. And I'm like, why am I watching a horror show? And then it broke my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The it, heart, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all the scary talk we have for this episode. I've been Damien. I've been Sean. I've been Tom. Uh, and if you scary listeners have any comments, would like to say hi, tell us, suggest some other shows to watch for uh, small screen scares, you can email us at 3 at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at scaredyboys or individually, I'm at Midday Pajamas. I'm at Carney from 55. And I'm in the red room. Stay scared, everyone. Jesus. <laughs> I finally decided to eat that pickle.